2019 is here again oh my gosh for real this time like it is for real for real and for real i don't know what i was gonna say i said and (laughs) and and i don't know i just I don't know what it is about this year. I, maybe it's because it's an odd number and everybody's like wigging out because it's not an even number and I'm going, it's an odd number and I'm okay with that. Well, everyone, what is the Alice in Wonderland quote? We're all odd here. We're all, we're all mad here. Oh, well, we can all be odd here too. We cordially request that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of Wine and Dine. Welcome, everyone, to a new year of Wine Wine and and Dine. Dine. I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. (sighs) It's finally here. It's finally here. I feel like we need to, like, do something to commemorate it. We should clink this Arizona tea glass. Okay. With your, what are you drinking? I'm sparkling ice, pink grapefruit, all natural, non-soda beverage. Let's see what kind of clink this makes. (laughs) (laughs) That is sad. Here, I'll just, like... Thank you. Yeah, we'll just, well, that's, that's sad. You know what? Sometimes when you get together, you mm. don't want to drink wine. And mm-hmm. it happens very rarely. I know. Very rarely does that happen. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to drink a glass of wine tonight. I'm sorry. It's allowed, people. I know this is wine and dine. I know you're like, guys, I listen to this podcast so I can also get wine recommendations. Mm. Don't worry. Ashley's going to recommend you one right now. Uh mallow run rhubarb Ooh, See, I, i'm not a big rhubarb fan but you know neither am i but there's just something about it it's crisp and with a little bit of a tart tank like a tartness to yeah. it but at the same time it's really it's really kind of sweet too it's it's one of those like can either be sweet on one palate or tart on another, but it's not overpowering. Okay. It, it's it's really good. If you want a good, you know, Indiana wine um, that fits all palates and that you can eat with pizza, that's your bottle of wine. Man, we just had pizza. Well. Oh, well. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Next pizza night. All right, girl. Let's kick it off. It's time for the first wine of of 2019. Yes. And somehow I got it. Uh, So my wine of the night is that uh, I have taken the last however many months it is. I think that came out in like July, maybe August. That's okay. So almost the last six months. Uh I just watched Ready Player One tonight. And and it was amazing. (laughs) It it, it gives you all the weird nostalgia feels of growing up with 80s parents. And you're that 90s kid that's like rocking tube socks and a scrunchie in school. And you're just like, I'm the coolest thing ever. And you're not. (laughs) Excuse you. I was the coolest thing ever. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't know what it is. Every time I watch that movie and I listen to that soundtrack... I just get the tingle. The soundtrack was amazing. It was. I'm realizing that this is less of a wine than it is like a, oh my God, Ready Player One was amazing. But like, why did it take me this long? Why did I not see this? Because everyone, everyone mm-hmm. was telling me, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Okay. Well, well, here's the thing. I did. We watched it. Now we need to read it. <gasps> it's a book. 
my whine is that I haven't read the book. I, I, I watched the movie without reading the book. I know. I did I'm too. And you know what? When I actually saw this in theaters and then immediately told David, I'm going to the. Can you just repeat that last line? Uh, when I saw this in theaters. Okay. So when I saw this in theaters, I immediately turned to David and said, I have to get this book. I'm going to the library. See ya. And dropped him off at the house and ran back to the library before it closed. And I went up to the front desk. I had that probably like crazy look in my eye. And I was just like, I need Ready Player One. Where Where is your Ready Player One? And they're like, um, it would be in the science fiction section. I was like, oh, okay, fine. I'm almost positive I have Ready Player One on Audible. I'm looking that up right now. I'm pretty sure you do. Most of us do. I'm almost positive that I do. Uh, browse... Ready Player One. Well, while she's looking for that, I'm going to continue my story, folks. I do. I already own it. Look yep. at you. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to get on it, guys. I'm going to get on it. <laughs> anyway, so after I get like the crazy look to the front desk attendant, I immediately book it to the back weird corner of the library next to all the um, newspaper racks. Why the science fiction paper and newspaper racks are right now? I, I don't get it. Maybe it's like some weird pun that the librarians are like, hee, hee, hee. We're going to put science fiction next <laughs> to real news. Hee, hee, hee. <laughs> okay, go on. No, you're fine. <laughs> but like, I get there and I'm scanning through all the books and I get to where it's supposed to be. And there's no copies <gasps> at all. So then I go up to the attendant at the actual like library where the librarians actually sit and of course i have the crazy look at my eye going i really need to read ready player one and they're like well okay and they're like clicking away at the desk and they're like well unfortunately we're all checked out and i was like well of course i was like thank you janice and i was just like okay well what about you know the the main library or a different library any library give me anything come on i will drive i will drive it and she's like oh honey i'm so sorry but i mean it's a really popular book right now and it's a waiting list I know. And I was just like, okay. She's like, you could always try to get like a thrift book of it. And I was like, you're right. I could. And I just kind of like walked out of it. You would think like my puppy just died or oh. something. I'm like, I just like well, turned that's around. How I feel now realizing <laughs> that this movie was so amazing and this book has been out there the whole time. Hmm. And I kind of feel like my puppy just died. Like, <laughs> why didn't I read this? I have been told by a coworker that has watched and read it that, of course, A, the book is better. Because the book's going to tell you more than what the movie can. And apparently there's more stuff that the characters do in regards to the first key. Okay. That we don't get to see in the movie. All right. Well, I mean, of course, they can't show you every little right, thing. but like it actually tells you how the how that player found it. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then um, here's a spoiler. Everybody, cover your ears real quick if you don't want to know this. Yeah, skip forward thirty seconds if you don't want to. Yeah, know the spoiler. Uh, 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 ready? The Shining's not in the book. <gasps> but that was such a cool scene. They added it because Spielberg wanted it. Well, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Spielberg wanted that what in the, the Spielberg wants the Spielberg gets. I I know right but like and if you watch anything that like um does like uh the sins thing yeah, like cinema sins cinema sins he goes through and literally points out every hidden easter egg that they put in that movie and some of those blow my mind like Pizza Hut apparently is in every Spielberg movie what yes 
Does he have like some type of contract with Pizza Hut? No, he just finds it funny <laughs> <laughs> that like every like every Hut. Spielberg movie has some sort of Pizza Hut logo in the movie. I wonder if he gets anything from that or if it's just I don't free know. advertising. I for think Pizza it's Hut. free advertising at this point. I mean, there was a Doritos logo in there too, but it was know, the I Doritos logo from the 80s. That's what throws me off. This movie is set is in 2045 mm-hmm. and yet everything is 80s nostalgia. Ooh, I need to turn my phone off. I apologize. Keep going. Just I I love it. I I can't you love Watch that or the... you love my pink, my Kim Possible ringtone? I love it all. <laughs> Snaps to all of it. But no, I think I think this is a good show of a movie adaptation from a book. I I just, I'm, no, there, there'll be haters out there, but I love it. I love it. I'm glad I got to share this with you, even though that your wine is that you haven't actually took you a whole half a year yeah however long it's been out someone's gonna be like it's been out for two months like i don't care how long it's been out i should have seen it while it was in theaters i should have seen it as soon as it became available for me to rent i mean available to rent for months at least yeah no i mean considering like there's a part in the movie when they're fighting the bad guy where he does something and the whole theater screamed hadouken when it (laughs) happened and like yeah, my my husband literally turned to me while I did it, and he's like, kind of looks at me like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" I'm like, "You did it too, jerk! Don't look at me like that." <laughs> <laughs> you think um, I'm weird? You're weird because you did it too. God, it's just such a good movie. I can't think of anything in the movie that I was just like, I didn't like that part. I didn't like this person. I didn't like like in the middle of the movie. I went, mm-hmm. "Holy shit, that's T.J. Miller!" Like, <laughs> I love T.J. Miller. I love. Is that the same guy that does the voice for, um, oh gosh, what's that other weird 80s movie that, um, Napoleon Dynamite? Is it the same guy that does the voice for him? No, no, that's, um... Who's T.J. Miller then? Because I... T.J. Miller is in Deadpool, he plays the bartender. Oh, crud, that is him! Yeah. Ah! What? Why? Ah! But why? Uh, snacks. <laughs> I I love it. I love I, it. I think he's a great actor. I just couldn't like his voice is that weird like I don't know weird nerdy guy. Oh yeah, voice. he has the perfect weird nerdy guy voice, which is why I thought it was funny that uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, he plays kind of like a bad guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have your stereotypical bad guy voice, but I think that was kind of the whole point is that it doesn't matter who you are in real life you could be whoever you want in this life and you wanted to play a bad guy skeletor looking creeper yeah i thought he i thought his character was cool i love that he's like no you can't blow me up i have 10 years of like stuff inside me and then he literally had 10 years of stuff (laughs) (laughs) 10 years of stuff just came out of him yeah Uh, okay so enough about ready player one Mm. we are doing a special episode today where we're not necessarily um, going to talk about new books and hot things we're reading. <laughs> and you, we're going to do a rewind because this is our six month anniversary yes. of officially being wine and dine. Uh, it's oh been a gosh. year if you consider the subject tonight, yeah. but just on our own being real live adult podcasters, yeah. six whole months. I can't believe it. Like, I looked back at the date of when I came on and did that 
the tantric wedding episode. And literally, it's like a day or two from today's date. And I was just astounded at that because... Originally, it was just supposed to be like a little one-off girls' night. Like, if I recall... You, I was going to do you a favor. Yeah, you were doing me a favor because, because Jesse was busy and couldn't record. And right. I was like, I really need to pump out content. Will you please come mm-hmm. and do this with me? And you were like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Yeah. And- God bless you. <laughs> well, and I'm glad I did it because honestly, like, I enjoyed doing this with you. I enjoyed doing um, the few segments I had done with Jesse and David and you. Um, I think it was the con yeah it was like episode five or six you guys came on so like Mm -hmm. you've done a lot for the subject tonight and then now we get this and i'm so excited i know but what we want to do and what we want to share with you guys is actually listen we've already listened actually to our first ever podcast that we did it's not i wouldn't say it's cringe worthy it's cringe worthy (laughs) <laughs> I would say that. I don't think it's cringeworthy. I think it's, you have to think back to, we were six months back. Our tech wasn't that great. No. Our tech was not up to speed where it is now. And I feel like listening to that and listening to us now. Totally different. Shows. Totally different. Because halfway through the thing, you could hear me really clearly. And then you, we, like, we could barely hear you and then like halfway through it like my my mic cut out yeah and we could hear you clearly and it was just like one of those like it was just bad well and so equipment helps Mm -hmm. a that's one thing and b like knowing exactly what you want to i thought content wise that was a one of our best early recordings well what i like best is like the description for it so mm-hmm. we knew exactly what we wanted to be. And so the right. description for episode one is we're officially here and we're so excited. Come drink some wine or coffee, grab a great book and sit down for our very first long distance book club. That was exactly what this was supposed to be yeah. from day one. And I think that one of the things I'm most excited about is that it hasn't changed. I don't I mean, think it has. We don't necessarily always have wine or coffee. And we don't, we're not, it's not like we're reading a book on the podcast, but we're getting together girls night yeah, to talk about what's going on in our lives and to talk about all of the books that we're reading and recommending things to mm-hmm. you guys. And I feel like that's the exact definition of a long distance podcast book club. Right. We want we want we want to feel like you guys are sitting there right next to us going, yes, girl or yes, queen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I what through what always throws me for a loop when I listen to that particular one is I'm pretty much driving that whole conversation and you're going, yes. No, yes, no. And I'm just talking, 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 talking. And at the beginning, I didn't talk at all. No. And I think the difference is that you're so involved in reading, whereas, like, I love to read and I have Mm -hmm. stacks of books that I haven't read yet. Mm -hmm. But 
that's kind of the point is I have stacks of books that I haven't read yet where you yeah. are so dedicated to reading. So it's just easier for you to drive a conversation than it is for me because you have so much more to say about, mm. well, I've read 16 books. What have you read? One? Okay, my turn. Let's go. Like, <laughs> and it's not because you're pushy or anything like that. No. You're the opposite of it. But it's just you have more content to share. And I liked, I really liked the question that we tried to answer during that pot, that first podcast of what is overrated for us. Mm -hmm. And as I'm, as I was listening to that, I brought up a lot. We both brought up points where we're done with, you know, just the, the baloney that's out there when it Mm -hmm. comes to poor character development for male and female YA characters, you know, putting in bad relationships and throwing them out there as good or positive Thank things, you. you know, the redeemable abusive relationship. Yeah, I think that's actually what you coined it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, have. and then I coined one as the, had to be a good girl trope. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of happy to say I've moved away from those YAs. Yes. And yes. I don't, I don't know. Have you? Um, I'm going to take that as a no. Okay. I have in regular book form, but you have to remember that I'm still like really into like the Dramini fanfics. You know, I think there's a time and place for it. Yeah. There's a time and a place for it. And it should not be in like mainstream media teaching young kids. Mm. But if my 26 year old self wants to go on the dark web and read a Dramini <laughs> fanfic, that is uh, definitely NSFW. Then oh, no. I just feel like I should be able. You know to do what? That. That's okay. <laughs> I. You know what? I guess if we're really going out there, I guess I could always share what my dark web issue is. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it out there. If anybody wants to know, they Everyone can comment, and I will tell you. But I'm kind of like ashamed to tell anybody. I I believe in you. I'm here to support you. I like to read fan fiction about fairy tale. Fairy tale, the anime? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why are you ashamed of that? That's not that bad. Because I was it can get kind of crazy. No, because it can get crazy out there. Like, some of those Nelu characters are crazy. That That's not Sue and Lucy, if you don't know. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a Nelu fan. I'm sorry. I have not watched Fairy Tale yet, and I know I need to. But I know it's an anime. I know it's apparently very, very good. I've had several people recommend it to me. Yeah. But when you were like, I'm ashamed of my dark web fanfic love, I was like, oh, I God, am. don't say Twilight. Don't say Twilight. No. Um, like, I have a specific board on my Pinterest that has, like, um, recreations of characters interacting with each other. Yeah. No. Speaking of things that people shouldn't be ashamed of, I want to make a shout out to your dad really quick. Okay. Uh, because he's cracking me up with his mm. uh, Yeti in the Mist tweets. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so he messaged us the other night for our other listeners. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned on the podcast that if you wanted a good tattoo and you were in the Florida area to DM me because I knew somebody in the Florida area that I would highly recommend. And her father lives in the Florida area now and messaged me and he was like, hey, hook me up with that content because I'm going to get a Yeti in the Mist, the the cover from a Yeti in the Mist tattooed my, across my whole back because I read it and it changed my life. I'm just... <laughs> and he, like, 
He likes to say things just to get a razz out of me, I feel like, sometimes. Do it. It was so worth it. So, like, so I literally it. turned, I, like, that my answer was, you know what? Fine. Go for it. You want to do it? Go for it. Just remember, you got to live with that tattoo for the rest of your life. So, in all reality, if, like, if this podcast ever went, like, actually, like, big and it's not just, like, our, our small little book know. club, I would 100% get that tattooed on my body somewhere like i think my goal maybe that needs to be a part of that um half sleeve with all like, yes. the like wording. It, it's somewhere very visible too like i'm not just gonna get it on like my butt cheek that no one's gonna see mm-hmm. although a butt cheek would be a really good place for a yeti in the mist <laughs> tattoo just keep that in mind uh, no <laughs> no um i would get it like maybe on like my leg or my forearm somewhere mm. and that so ooh, how many how many listeners do you think it would take for well, me to and get here's the, should it take i don't know but let let me also state though the yeti and the mist was never said in our first podcast it wasn't in our first podcast but it very quickly became it became our taggy our, thing our joke of like 2018 yeah so i know it's technically not our first podcast but ooh. If if we had over a thousand listeners weekly, I would get that tattooed. You think? Yes. It would only take that many. Yeah, that that's it. On, I mean, if we're being honest, as much as I love tattoos, it would only take like a hundred listeners. <laughs> but I'm trying to make it. Seem big. You're trying to make it seem big. If, so if you like this podcast and you want to see me get a Yeti in the Mist tattooed to my body, and not just like the words "A Yeti in the Mist," the full cover art mm. for a Yeti in the Mist tattooed on my body. Share this podcast with your friends. If we can get a thousand views, she'll I'm, do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh my goodness. It's worth it. <sighs> it's worth it for the likes. I'm just I'm I just can't get over the fact that it's been 6 months honestly of doing this. Like that to me just floors me and Yeah. Yeah. I I will say there was some things that as I was listening re-listening to that episode I had to kind of get on us about because we were really structured back then. Oh yeah. We, we were like, we're going to do a wine. We're going to get into the meat of the conversation. We're going to, you know, tag it out and, and close it down. And we were very, very, very structured as that six months have progressed. That structure has dwindled. Exactly. I mean, we still do a wine. Mm-hmm. Or we attempt to. Sometimes there's nothing to whine about. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes life is good, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, today, technically, my wine wasn't even a wine. I think it was you shaming yourself. I was. I was whining about myself. And that's okay. Shame on me. Just Shame. like Dobby's whining right now. Or Dobby. Dobby. Dotty. <laughs> Dobby's probably at home whining, too, if we're being honest. Aww, uh, Jesse went to Martinsville tonight to go ghost hunting with his younger brother. There's a bunch of, like, old ghost stories that happen around Martinsville. Yeah, I know. And so they're going out to um, Step Cemetery tonight oh, which has actually been on an episode of ghost hunters yeah, or whatever it has. You call it. and so they're going ghost hunting tonight and i told jesse if he comes home possessed or something i will divorce him in a hot second i am mm-hmm. not living with that i will not be one of those amazing couples that are on those like ghost documentaries that she's like <laughs> and i tried everything and of course i'm gonna stick by my husband no 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 paranormal activity is not happening to me okay mm-hmm. i will not go through that no i will not yeah i'm just yeah Anyway, Dottie is whining, and I love that we've added that. So every episode that we record 
almost is yeah. recorded at Ashley's house now because Dottie has slowly become a part of it. She wasn't in episode one either. No, originally we were recording in your house in your podcast room. Yeah, my teeny tiny podcast, my hot. Yeah, I don't know why that. And it's an outside like wall bearing room it's the hottest room in the house taylor used to live in it um when jacob still lived with us and he actually created this little system like where he put i think it was like a a tote or something over the vent Mm -hmm. so that the vent couldn't blow out hot air because Mm -hmm. even when you shut it it still somehow blows out hot air it's a like, bad vent. It's it's a bad vent, but it is it's the hottest room in the entire house. And that makes no sense. Like it is literally a corner room. So like No idea. One the wall that has the window, that's an outside wall. The wall behind you, that's an outside wall. Yep. There's no reason that room should be that hot. But dear lord, like I swear to gosh. I swear to gosh. Well, I tried not <laughs> to. So I'm sweet. trying really hard this year, okay? But, like, um, where you got me sidetracked. God darn it. It's a hot room. Well, and I'm trying to recall. <laughs> I feel like I was wearing a sweater that day, and, like, halfway through, I think we had to, like, like open, throw open the window altogether. We had to throw open the door. We had to get some sort of circulation going halfway through because it was so bloody hot in there. Like, you and me were sweating. Oh, yeah. Like, it was that bad. And, of course... We were just so dedicated to the podcast. Well, and then we're, like, we're drinking wine, too. And we're just, like, sweating and having alcohol. Getting extra drunk. Yeah. It's, like, (laughs) we walked out of there like we were walking out of sauna with beers in our hands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I'm glad we changed locations. I am too. And it's quieter. There's less reverb. So the room is enclosed mm. and it's got like an old light in it. I don't know how to describe that. The old glass. Like you mean half the bulb? Sham- yeah, the bulb. And every time a sound will hit it, you can almost hear like the tiny little ping off of it. Mm. And so I'm glad we got rid of that. It's open air here. Mm-hmm. And now we have dots in. Our little whiny mascot. She's in she a mood tonight. Completes wine and dine. She does. And so, I mean, I know that this is about revisiting episode one and talking about some things we hate. And I could talk for hours about how I'm still over vampires. Like, mm. it needs to take a break. Yeah. But it's also, I think, a time for realizing where we've come to. Yeah. And uh, if I'm thankful for anything, mm. um, like of where we've come from, it's definitely adding Dottie to the podcast and getting her Aww. own personal mascot. I, I, our listeners seem to very much like her. Anytime I take photos and we do um, photo sessions with Dottie. Yeah. You get so many likes. You get so much love. You get so many li- Hello. Are you coming to podcast? You can podcast. Don't look She's, at me like you You have to get permission. She is. She. I, I said, are you coming to podcast? And she looks over at mom like, I don't know, mom, can I podcast? <laughs> can I podcast, mama? Okay. okay. I guess. Let's see. What am I thankful for then if that's, if we're going to go down that road? Goodness. Um, bringing something new actually to my daily month routine. Like normally if... If we weren't doing this, I would just be here enjoying a quiet evening without my husband since he's away doing guy stuff, too. It would have just been me and the dog watching a movie, eating pizza, chilling on the couch, like just 
chilling and relaxing all day kind of thing. Chilling out nice and relaxing, relaxing all, all day. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. But like, I don't know. This gives me something. I look forward to this. I I, I look forward to spending some time with you and chatting with all of our listeners and just kind of like having a girl's day having and a girl time not saying that guys can't be a part of this podcast no, like, my, our husbands chime in all the time eh, your husband chimes in all the time <laughs> your husband used to chime in too yeah he did he's he's been busy but um no like I, I just like having this little tiny book club community. Mm-hmm. I I love uh, I love it. Yeah, it's it's been so much. It's been a really fun six months. It has. I'm I'm excited for more. I'm excited for this year and what this year is going to bring for us. Hopefully, everything good and positive. Fingers positive crossed. things. Positive things. Yes. Uh huh. But I just. Yeah, no, re-listening to that, and I was driving home from work today while I was listening to it, and I started laughing in the car, because, one, listening to that six months ago, and knowing what I'm reading now, and what I'm, you know, how my book, how I feel about books now, and mm-hmm. what I more gear towards, I kind of laugh at myself, because I was much more like, I like books i like having actual physical books and yes. you know i want a book that makes me have good vibes and all i want to smell the book i want to smell the book taste the yeah. book in my mouth like- and <laughs> i have gone almost 100 percent towards audiobooks mm-hmm. now and that's pretty much because that's all i i have time for i don't have time to sit and do the physical book now on my lunch break i will have a physical book with me but like most of the time I'm driving an hour here and two from my house and I need something to take up my time. Yeah. And I audiobook and I've read a lot more why or not even I've not let's see. While I have read YA this year, I have filled up a lot of this past year with middle school reads. Okay. And I was really surprised by that. Like when I was going back through my Goodreads, I had read like three or four middle school aged books this year. And I would just kind of, I was really kind of like, but why? Well, and I was like, wait, and I was not like, that there's anything against not that it. there's Sometimes anything wrong. Content. Yeah. But like the giver was one and I totally forgot that we had done the giver. Yes. It was so early in the year. That was like a book club book club book. Yeah, I was. And I was just kind of floored by that. And I was like, I read the giver this year. I'm that's amazing. Like I can't believe I I took this long to do that. And like Wait, you had never read the giver before mm-hmm. that? I don't why do I not remember that? We read that back in like February mm-hmm. like that's how long that was like it doesn't like thinking about it now since we're in January it it does it it wouldn't feel so long but it does like that's a yeah. whole year ago we I read that book and it was back when it was all four of us yeah doing a couples book club which did not last as long as I would have liked it, it lasted <laughs> four months okay four months 
That was four months longer than I thought Jesse was going to hang in there. We had so many plans. We were like, and we'll do this on their birthdays. And when it's your turn, it's this. And then we'll do like a themed month. Then Yeah. It It was literally once we went from like summer almost in or spring into summer that's when everything kind of fell off and we yep. uh, we weren't surprised Jesse's work picked up yep. my work picked up and then we went into we wedding in. mode yep. it was just like book club what happened what 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 book club book club what hang on book what club is just me and Ashley again oh okay, okay. that's fine that's cool <laughs> I, I just feel like we're better at managing our time yeah you know what I mean? Like, we're better at making time for book club. Whereas the guys, you literally, like, even when they were doing it, you had to be like, hey, we're meeting this day. And then Jesse would audiobook it, like, the day, the morning of. Mm-hmm. And so he would always be like, okay, can we meet at, like, four? Can we not do, like, a, an afternoon thing? Because he knew he was going to audiobook it in the middle of the day. Yeah. <sighs> David would always ask me for cliff notes. Except for the one time when it was his book, he read the whole thing. Oh, the... The, the, the something heart still beating heart nope it wasn't the telltale heart either i don't remember it was the weird it, I, it was uh, a weird book it was the weird book and that's on my that was on my goodreads list and i was like i'm never picking up anything related <laughs> to that again and i just was like going through and i was just like oh my gosh like i need to get so much better at a goodreads list because i feel like that would be so amazing to go mm-hmm. through and be like, okay, this is all the stuff that I read this year. Because of book club, I know I've read things that are way outside of my normal comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also books that I sit here and read like, oh, what was that Phantom book that we read that was just god awful? Roseblood. Roseblood. Like, I I could have been like, all right, two She's stars. coming out with a new one. It's called The, the Strand. Are you going to read it? Yeah. <laughs> shame i don't find shame in that her no because her um alice in wonderland series you've read those yeah and morpheus is our hotness (laughs) all right all right i'll give her that one i'll give her that one like that that was my gateway drug into her Ah, good. Now that's the mm. that's the book that David didn't read at all and was able to quote perfectly, correct? We were at uh I remember we were at a restaurant and okay. he was sitting there talking about it, quoting it perfectly, saying all these things about the characters. No, that was the arguing. winter spell. Yes. That was the nutcracker one. Yes. And that was two years ago. Oh my god. That was when I, oh no, that was longer than that because it was when I was with, we were, it was you, me, and Tia. Yep. And I think I was at, was I at working with Ivy Tech at the time or was I was still, are we all Man, you're right. We're, we're going way back for are that we, one. Yeah. Are we, were, we were all still with, um, Indiana State, Indiana Dig. Yeah. We were at the 811 still. Were we? I think so. Okay. Because I don't think I did book club with you guys until after we were all working together. Me, you, Abby. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember. No, Abby wasn't there. Well, she wasn't at book club. I'm just saying we worked yeah. together at 811. I don't think we did book club until then. I don't know. I know. How it, did we get on an 811 tangent? <laughs> all I know is that A that, lot changes in a year. That was the first book club that I directed. Mm-hmm. And it was all retelling themed. 
Which is amazing. Which honestly would have been a really, really cool book club to have. But after I think like the sixth or seventh meeting, it just wasn't working. My favorite one was the retelling of, I want to say it was like Hansel and Gretel, but it was with the school. It was a middle grade book. Yes. We met up at O'Charlie's to talk about it. The secret something of something something. Yeah. It was a really long book title. Yeah. You need to look that up because that one was amazing. I will look that up So while you look that up, I'll go back on a tangent because I've said several times that the one trope I was so over in episode one Mm -hmm. was vampires. And I am happy to say that the entire last six months, I cannot recall a book that I have read that involved vampires. Really? Really. I am over it. Mm. Uh, I used to be real into it. I never, I never got like twilight into it um i I finally did read twilight like two years ago Mm -hmm. um but i used to be real into the vampire tropes i mean one of my favorite book series is cirque du freak and that's technically a vampire thing that's what that that, that's what i was almost you got me to read a vampire book this year i did but you never said that you i mean you agreed that Mm. you were super over it but you also agreed that it's not like your typical it's not. It's not your typical vampire book. Yeah. It just well, happens to involve vampires. It, it happens to, yeah, it, it just, he happens to be a vampire and he happens to do vampire things. Not really, but. <laughs> but I'm happy to say that I've expanded outside of the vampirism. I mean, I've expanded outside of a lot of my normal because my normal genre is very paranormal Mm -hmm. evidence-based like the book i'm reading right now is storm cycle by iris johansson which is totally outside of my range yeah um it's about a woman she's like a computer genius Mm -hmm. that intercepts this message from an archaeologist okay who found something in a tomb in egypt that he wasn't supposed to find and now he's locked in there and all he has is his laptop and the laptop's eventually gonna die and no one believes her that this guy is even real, so she has to go to Egypt to save him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's just what I've learned from the back of the book. That has nothing to do with vampires. There's maybe something paranormal. Did he... Is is it, like, an ancient yeah. mummy that locked him in there? Or is it, like, the government? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's cool. But it has nothing to do with vampires. Yay! So, good for me. Good for you. Don't worry. The Sinister Sweetness of Splendid Academy by Nikki Lofton. Go Nikki Lofton. That was my favorite retelling book. And that was a middle grade book. That is a middle grade book. Um, It averages 3.98 stars on Goodreads. Oh, come on, guys. It deserves more than that. I gave it five stars, and I remember you criticizing me for doing that. Because I only gave it four stars. But it was still really good. Yeah. And then Winter's Spell uh, was one of those that we did, and... That got two stars. Wrath in the Dawn. That's a um, Arabian Nights retelling. Roseblood. I think, yeah, Roseblood I gave three stars. Cloaked I gave three stars. Tiger Lily. Oh, do you remember <gasps> reading that? Yeah. You cried. I did. Oh, TikTok. No. Oh. And then I feel Ma- like this whole episode has just become one big reminisce. Like, it's not even about no. episode one anymore. Like, obviously, there'll still be snippets of episode one that have been thrown in here. But, like, <laughs> it's not even yeah. about just episode one I anymore. I think the last retelling book that we read in that book club was Mechanica, which was a Cinderella retelling. Yep. And that one is also considered a middle grade book. Man. I know. Did you find on there what that Clive 
is it Clyde, Clyde Barker? Barker? It's a Clyde Barker book, and no, I can't. The Still Beating Heart. The Still Beating Heart. I Are think you that's sure? what it is. I. Uh, I don't think so. I think that's what it is because. You know what? Google. Google will help us. Clyde. I would have passed it by Barker. now on my my thing, and I don't know why. The Hellbound Heart. The Hellbound Heart. Okay. I was wrong. Yes, you were. You so, should be ashamed. Yeah, the giver. <laughs> I gave four stars, and we did that. I fi- we finished that one. I'm January fourteenth of last year. Playing with fire. Oh my god, that book was so bad. It had good parts. It was so bad. Not really. It could have been so amazing. I think that's the last one I yeah. have here from book club. Because I want to say that the next book club was supposed to be Jesse's choice, and then he never chose one. No, it was my choice, and I picked a graphic novel, and y'all just never did it. What was the graphic novel? Do you remember? The graphic novel was Ghosted Volume 1, Haunted Heist. Well, you know what? That's going to be the next book that I read. Oh, I'm sorry, Dottie. I didn't mean to scare you. (laughs) It's okay. It's a graphic novel. It's not a book. Okay, well, I will read this graphic novel for you. Okay. Just for you. Just for me? Just for you. Good Lord. I'm well, just I'm just looking through my things now. I'm being like, oh, my God, I remember reading this. And, oh, my God, I remember that. And, I, oh, my God, I just went past Cruel Prince by Holly Black. That was one of the books you were talking about in yes. episode one. And book two, The Wicked King, comes out on the 8th of January and Barnes and Noble is doing it again to me. Oh, they're gonna have a uh, their the regular public the regular book is gonna be white with black letterings, and then they're doing their exclusive edition, and it's gonna be the black cover with silver letters. And I'm mad. <laughs> okay? Which one are you gonna get? I don't know because we already talked about do I really need an exclusive edition? Just but okay, but just it's not because... just a sticker this time. It's like a really cool. It looks amazing. Like the artwork, just when it's on the black cover, the artwork just looks more stunning. But I'm sitting here looking at my copy, and it's white, and I'm going, I should get white to match my other copy. Yes. <laughs> and then five, and then two to three weeks later, I'm going to hit myself in the back of the head because there's the both of the black copies sitting there on the stinking shelf, going, Ashley, why don't you just take me home with you? See, but if if it were me, you're gonna I, buy both. You would have bought both. No, no, I would behave, but I would get the one that matches the one I already have, just yeah. for aesthetics. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. I've already like told myself that I'm I'm pre-ordering it. It's However, coming home with me, I have to shame you for getting it because in episode one you said that you were over the the trope. You were over it. This one doesn't have the trope though. Are you sure? I'm pretty dang sure. Because if you get it and it has that trope, I'm going to shame you on this podcast. Okay, fine. I'll take the shame. Good. I will take that shame. Are there any other... I'm trying to think. Things that you can recall, like, being super over I don't miss our bongos. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. So, no, shout out to bensound.com. Bensound.com is a place where you can get uh, royalty-free music. Mm. And I got some royalty-free music and just threw together an intro. And um, it was pretty bad. 
It, it was, was it was not the best. I wanted something jazzy. It was like bum bum bum. It was well, and then like we really laid bad. David's voice over that, and it just didn't mesh. No, but we didn't want to like take it apart and redo it because it was already there. Yep. And then like our computer crashed, and we lost a lot of our stuff. Yeah. So it kind of worked out in the long run. In the run. long run, because I was forced to find another one, and mm-hmm. I knew that we really weren't digging the bongos. Bongos is not what we wanted. No. So I like what we have now. It's like this little acapella. The do 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 Which always makes me think of fast-moving YouTube walking videos. I don't know why. Maybe because that, that music... Fast-walking YouTube video. Okay, so you know when people are, like, going with their the, the camera and they're recording for their YouTube channel, and they yeah. have to speed up, like, if they're moving oh. from point A to point B? Yeah. That music always seems to overlay in that part. See, the outro more, like, reminds me of that one. Really? Yeah, the little, like, saloon-type music. I don't know oh. why, but, like, the piano, the fast okay. piano keys, that kind of reminds me of what you're talking about. Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But we found those. I actually got those from Royalty Free Music on YouTube. That's why you hear them in a lot of ah, maybe YouTube that's videos. Because it. it could be the exact same intro music <laughs> on a YouTube video. True. Thank you, mm-hmm. Royalty Free Music on YouTube. I actually think that the site I follow is Royalty Free Music. So, mm-hmm. yeah. pretty. It was, it was a pretty nifty site. I just... I, I My goal for this year is to get back to more of a structured conversation. Like when we have our longer ones, since we're now going to almost every week, almost the, the ones that we do an hour long, I would like to see us go back to us to a somewhat structure quotation mark. Maybe sometime I'm okay with thing with that. Just because I, I liked how that meshed. I think that that would be perfect for us because Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like the meat and cheese of the episodes. No, uh, look at her really throwing it back there to the beginning. I Jeez. know it. There you go. Um, no, but I feel like it would be perfect for us to have our wine course mm-hmm. and our dinner course and our dessert course. <laughs> look at you going so, for it. So, okay, we had our wine. Uh-huh. We sort of got a meat and cheese part I, portion I, I, going on you, here. You got, you got your dinner. What would you like our dessert portion of the first episode of January? Well, the first major mm. episode of January to be. I think I'm going to do a teaser okay. here at the end. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram or Twitter, um, you may want to join because I'm going to be doing something really cool this next weekend that uh, you guys might want to Aww. to be a part of. Oh, she teased it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Are you going to tune in? Uh, duh. <laughs> if I, like, I get, so you know how you guys can get, like, set up to where on Instagram, like, you follow certain people so much that every time they post something, it's like, so-and-so posted something, so-and-so posted something. Mm-hmm. Like, Wine and Dine is that for me. Yeah. Uh, you're that for me on Twitter. I have Wine and Dine on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. And then I also have um, Josh on there. Yeah. The funny thing is, is Jesse is not on there for any of them. 
Because I'm usually with him when he tweets or posts yeah. something anyway, or the picture is of me, or I've already seen the picture he's taken. Like, mm-hmm. for some reason, it's just not something that pops up. But you and Wine and Dine always pop up every time yeah. something's posted. So trust me, I'll be one of the first ones mm. to know. To know? Fingernail clicking. <laughs> Your fingernails are so much clickier than mine. Because I have acrylic. Oh, yeah, I do not. I have real nails for once, and I desperately need new nail polish because, like, my nail... You can see my nails through Mm. the nail polish. It's bad. It's bad, folks. Oh, hers looks so nice. Mm. There's my secondary wine. Ashley's nails look nicer than mine. let your husband spend that money. Yeah, no, that's true. Speaking of spending money, Mm. I have no idea. Okay. I was trying to segue into, into ending something. the ep- Well, because no. we're getting towards the end of the episode. So I was trying to segue and I was like, speaking of spending money, let's go do that. But it's like 10 o'clock at night and we're not going anywhere to spend money. No, we're not. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you've stuck with us for six months, we really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're out there trying to get Yeti in the Mist tattoos, tag me. <laughs> I would love to see them. I will share the heck out of them. I'll share them on all social medias. I have like four okay. of them. So if you have a Yeti in the Mist tattoo, DM me at mm. McSpicyNugget uh, and I will share the just ever loving hell out of those because a Yeti in the Mist will never die. Mm. I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this was Wine, Wine and, and Dine. Dine. The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineanddinepod at gmail.com. Well, I was going to let you in on uh, on a hint of what it was. Oh, okay. I'll stop talking about it yet in the mist if you want to give me a hint. It has to do with books. No shit. <laughs> and leaving this apartment.